Hey there friends, it's Nick and this is episode 409 of the Story Hacker podcast and I want to talk a little bit about disruption and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before but one of the things that I'm learning as I get older is that I need to keep coming back to the important ideas and you do too I think. You know there's this there's this myth that we learn something and then it's in us, it's part of us but at least for me and I suspect for you and for most people that isn't true. We need to keep coming back to these important ideas. And a couple of conversations I've had in the last couple of days have really brought this, brought this idea of disruption back to the top of my mind. And just to recap, you may know there's a, there was, I think he died in January, sadly, a, a brilliant guy called Clay Christensen. He was, I think, a professor at the Harvard Business School. And in the 90s, he released a book called, I think, The Innovator's Dilemma, and he introduced this idea of disruptive innovation. And the, one of the uh, examples he used back then was uh, how the big steel mills in America were gradually getting disrupted by little steel mills. You'd set up a little steel mill which could do some of the cheapest kind of crappiest sort of steel. <laughs> and... Um, and the big ones would go, well, that doesn't really matter because that's the bit where we don't make any money, really. So we don't mind about that. So they weren't, the big ones weren't motivated to go back and try and get that business back. They just said, we'll, we'll just leave it because it's low margin work. But the little guys, they were motivated to try and do the next thing up because they made more money on the next thing up. So what happens is you end up with this kind of arms race. And if that example sounds a bit, um, a bit out there, I can bring it right back to the stuff that I'm in a way still doing now. You know, so I ran a web agency essentially for 20 years. And when I started it in the in the sort of mid, mid to late 90s, you could get paid good money for doing something that 10 years later you could do for free on WordPress, say. And what that means is you were always in a race as a as an agency, as a web agency, a digital agency, you're always in a race to keep doing better and better things, more and more bespoke things, more and more powerful things, because you've got these little website creators coming up underneath you. And it could be WordPress, it could be Squarespace, it could be, I don't know, GoDaddy's website building, you know, kind of white label software or whatever. Um, but they are always motivated to add more features so the things that only you could do you know five years ago with your bespoke code and your amazing design and what have you they become essentially free to people um, five years later so as a business we always had to be moving up and up and up the value chain and um, in some sense I suppose you know you can argue that um, what I'm doing now which is obviously uh, telling stories that mean business, helping people tell better stories about their brand, their products, their services, whatever, and also doing some of the copywriting around that is me. <coughs> excuse me, sorry, is me moving up the value chain because um, it's it's harder and harder now to um, to outpace some of the uh, the kind of the website creation sort of software but the content still matters and the content you know is always going to matter because that's the bit that does the selling that's the bit that that makes the argument um 
And I think it's really relevant to whatever you're doing because we have to all the time be pushing ourselves to go up to the next step because someone is coming up or some service or whatever is coming up behind us and it's taking the things that we used to charge good money for and it's doing them automatically. And this may not be a particularly um, cheerful thought for you <laughs> on a weekend, but on the other hand, on the other hand, the, um, the alternative is a lot worse, right? So what I'm thinking about is, you know, I'm always thinking about how can I make my service more valuable, more useful, more, um, you know, how can I make my clients feel better about themselves? How can I help them get a better business? Because that is always going to be, you know, how I make my money out of this sort of storytelling sort of stuff. Yeah. And, um, and we should all be asking that question. We should all be asking that question. Otherwise, it's like the, is it Hemingway? I think it might be Hemingway in the, for whom the bell tolls. But there's that brilliant quote about, you know, how did someone go, um, how did he go bankrupt, you know, slowly and then quickly? And that can happen in our businesses, you know, it can, we can, if we're not looking, if we choose not to look at what's coming up behind us, we can get hijacked. And again, you know, I mentioned a few episodes ago, Ray Dalio's fantastic book, Principles, and one of the first, first principles in that book is we have to actually know what the truth is about something. And, um, you know, right now, as I've mentioned before, we do live in a world where it's very easy to to sit in the bubble that is most comfortable, the bubble of people that agree with you, the bubble of news that is good in your world. But, um, you know, if we want to succeed, if we want to push ourselves, um, well, yeah, actually, it's not just about success. It's Sometimes it's about survival. We need to look and think, you know, what's the stuff coming up behind me? What's going to come and get me? You know, how how will, I don't know, something like AI. You know, I mean, I, I do quite a lot of copywriting, for example, and it's, and it's certainly possible, it's certainly possible that at some point, some algorithm will be able to write copy, basic transactional and perhaps even not basic copy, better than I can. Certainly faster than I can, certainly cheaper than I can. And we might say, well, will it be as good? No, but will it be good enough? It might well be good enough you know and if you think about all the kind of the the formulas and functions for how to write a headline or how to you know to to um sort of psychologically trick someone into accepting your offer or what have you a lot of those things are codifiable so sooner or later if not already ai is going to be doing that and one of the things that i have done as you've seen in the past couple of years is to move higher up the value chain, move into story, move into brand, because these things are much, much harder for algorithms to to kind of copy. Now, I didn't do it specifically because of AI or anything like that, but I do have after, you know, 25 almost years in business or what have you, well, <clears throat> excuse me, longer than that, um, nearly 30 years, I do have that sense of, I always need to be moving forward. I always need to be pushing. I always need to be creating something that's better for my clients. And uh, 
if you can do that too, it's much more likely that your story will mean business. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.